This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, June 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines. Change up at Waterboard. California drops mask mandate. Key Republican mulls climate bill and House Dems seek changes in GSP trade law. New Waterboard appointee hails from Central Valley. Governor Newsom has appointed a longtime staff member to the state water board. Nicole Morgan, a civil engineer, has served in several positions since joining the agency in 2009, that including a stint at the Central Valley Water Board. Morgan starts today after board member Tam Dodick's term concluded last week. In a meeting last week, Central Valley Water Board members saluted Dodick's longtime attention to the environmental justice issues and her early leadership in the CV Salts regulatory program. Dodick, a civil engineer, served various staff roles with both the State Water Board and the Air Resources Board, stretching back to 1989. Then-Governor Jerry Bound had selected Dodick as Cal EPA Deputy Secretary before appointing her as a board member in 2014. Now remember, Dodick did not pursue another term after it became clear under Newsom's leadership that voluntary agreements over Bay Delta flows would likely be signed soon. Dodick said she joined the board to get the initial Bay Delta plan passed instead. And on that note... The Biden administration plans to nominate Camille Camelin Towton as a commissioner for the Bureau of Reclamation. Towton has been a House staff member working on transportation and infrastructure and served as Interior Deputy Assistant Secretary for Water and Science under the Obama administration. California drops mask mandate for vaccinated employees. A standards board last week approved revisions to Cal OSHA's COVID-19 workplace rules. Fully vaccinated employees no longer need to wear masks in most situations, and fiscal distancing requirements have been dropped. Immediately following the decision, Newsom signed an order waiving the standard 10-day review period, along with the changes to take effect earlier. Newsom's initial state of emergency order for the pandemic, which has not been rescinded, granted him the authority to relax regulations in this way. Farm groups applauded the revisions but were disappointed the board did not repeal Cal OSHA's emergency regulations altogether. U.S. and U.K. reach deal on airplane spat, offer optimism on future trade ties, The United States and the United Kingdom have reached a deal to end a dispute over aircraft subsidies as trade leaders from both countries express new optimism over strengthening trade ties. The move comes as the two countries continue to work on a potential free trade agreement, talks that U.S. ag groups generally support. While neither country directly mentioned stall talks for a free trade agreement, both U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai and British International Trade Minister Liz Truss offered up fresh confidence that the new aircraft deal would strengthen the connection between Washington and London. Tai is headed back to Washington Thursday after a meeting Wednesday with British International Trade Minister Liz Truss. Our success this week shows that democracies can deliver results and come together to shape trade policies that lift up workers, people, and communities that are often overlooked, Ty said in a statement early Thursday morning. This worker-centric approach will guide our efforts to address other U.S.-U.K. trade issues, and I look forward to working closely with Minister Truss in the months ahead. 
You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Vilsack reviving tougher organic animal welfare standards. The Biden administration plans to reissue tougher standards for livestock and poultry production that will phase out the egg industry's practice of using porches to provide hens with access to the outdoors. The regulations were originally finalized as President Barack Obama was leaving office, but the Trump administration withdrew them in 2018. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said in a statement last week that the USDA's National Organic Program will draft a rule that would disallow the use of porches as outdoor space in organic production over time and address other issues that were part of the earlier rule. You can, again, read our full report at agripulse.com. Key House Republican says he's considering climate bill. Senate could vote soon on the Growing Climate Solutions Act. That's the bill intended to speed the development of ag carbon markets. But it's not yet clear what the House will do with the legislation. Representative Glenn Thompson, the top Republican of the House Ag Committee, strongly critical of the bill, but he told AgriPulse that he is listening to its advocates. The Pennsylvania Republican said, I'm kind of tearing it apart right now, looking at the technical aspects of it. He said a big part of what the bill does is, quote, create more government. The Growing Climate Solutions Act would authorize the Agriculture Department to certify technical advisors and credit verifiers. The bill's lead House sponsor, Virginia Democrat Abigail Spanberger, tells AgriPulse it could get consideration of the House Ag Committee very, very soon. Spanberger chairs the subcommittee that oversees conservation programs. Now, for more on that bill and this week's Ag Policy Agenda, you can read our Washington Week Ahead at AgriPulse.com. House Democrats seek changes in the GSP trade law. House Democrats on the Ways and Means Committee have introduced a bill to reauthorize the Generalized System of Preferences, a program that allows developing countries to avoid some duties on exports to the U.S. through December 31, 2024. House Democrats, led by Trade Subcommittee Chair and Oregon Democrat Earl Blumenauer, want to add provisions to require recipient countries to meet new labor and environmental standards in order to participate. The GSP expired January 1, but the bill would make the program's benefits retroactive. Blumenauer said in a statement that the proposed changes to the GSP and other trade programs, quote, are an important step toward remedying long-standing program inefficiencies and aligning our trade policies to better serve the needs of American workers and global communities. Vilsack, rural broadband critical for carbon sequestration practices. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says broadband will be crucial for farmers to quantify carbon sequestration practices on farms. Vilsack visited with farmers in Central Virginia on Friday with Democrat Abigail Spanberger. Appropriate broadband speeds when it comes to download speeds will be absolutely essential to be able to verify, certify, and quantify carbon sequestration capacity through farms like this, Vilsack told reporters while on the farm in Virginia. By the way, During Vilsack's visit, Spanberger said farmers raised concerns about President Biden's proposal to tax capital gains at death effectively, ending the stepped-up basis for inherited assets. 
Spanberger tells Agripol she's working to make sure the special protections and provisions that have allowed family farms to stay within families continue. Under Biden's proposal, taxes owed on farm assets would be deferred as long as the family keeps it in the operation. Here's today's He Said It. If the state has to provide N95 masks from the emergency stockpile to get back to normal, are we really getting back to normal? That Michael Miller, Director of Government Relations for the California Association of Wine Grape Growers, on the new Cal OSHA rules. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, June 21st. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.